Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? And welcome back to the Poke Tower Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving week. Oh, yeah. Hope you guys are going to enjoy a nice turkey day. You guys are going to stuff yourself some stuffing, get some mashed potatoes, have some family time, rip open some packs. While you're doing that, don't forget the ripping, ripping the packs, a little sip and rip. That's what we stand by here at the Poke Tower. Mm. We are a collecting podcast, so if you're new, you're tuning in for this Thanksgiving, thank you so much <clears throat> for spending your time with us. We hope you have a safe, happy holiday. Um, as to everyone else who is listening and continue, continuing to listen, um, I hope it's a great episode. I think it's good. I think it's a good one. We got some good stuff, some good stuff to talk about. Uh, what else we got? Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Yeah. Um, Welcome to our new Discord members. I want to say we picked up four or five this week. Yeah. We just picked one up today uh, who said that his coworker sent him over. So the podcast is being listened to at work, which is kind of cool. So appreciate that. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, lots of good news. A ton of news uh, in the trading card world and also a ton of news with us. So um, also Spotify listeners, if you didn't know, if you're driving in your car right now, keep it, you know, car friendly, but you can actually watch us on video now. If you just switch over to video mode on Spotify uh, instead of car mode, car playing mode, you can watch us on video. Hey, We're available now. Look at the that. Spot, you, if you've never seen our faces, you're going to see us now. Yep. Um, or you can go the old school way and you can watch us on YouTube. Or if you just like our voices, you can listen to us there. Uh, so episode 59, lots of stuff. Before we start today's show, we have an announcement. I have an announcement. Uh, we'll share with you guys because it's big stuff. Um, big changes coming here pretty soon. So just go ahead and say it. Uh, yesterday, I put in my 14-day resignation notice at my job. Um, I'm not going to be working with them anymore. I am a career air traffic controller. I've been doing air traffic control for 12 years. I, I've done other jobs too. I uh, ran my own gym. Worked with Homeland Security. I've done a lot. Of, I was in the Navy. Done a lot of stuff, but I've been primarily an air traffic controller for the last 12 years. Um, so I put in my 14-day notice with them. Because why? Because I'm moving. So I am leaving California here pretty soon. Uh, within the next uh, two and a half, three weeks. Before Christmas, I'm moving to Oklahoma City. And I'm going to be chasing a dream of being self-employed out there. More details on that soon, but um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been something I've been working on. Shoot, I want to say when I left my last job in 2018, yeah, 2018, 2019, I gave myself a five to seven year plan of getting out of being employed by an employer and doing my own things. That's always what I've done, right? When I owned a gym, I was half and half, half employed here and half self-employed here doing the, my own gym. Um, I've done my clothing brand. We've done the trading cards, done a lot of stuff. Um, but this time it's finally just, it's time to jump off the ship and go all in. Um, so I've had some opportunities presented to me. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. You know, we're going to go all in and, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for it. Um, it's, I don't know what to say. It's nerve wracking, but it's good nerves, right? It's good nerves. It's good to be nervous. It's good to be scared of these types of things, but I'm, I'm ready to do it. So with that being said, how does that affect you guys? Well, after, after next week, episode 60, Devin's going to be driving the ship for a little bit. 
Ooh. <laughs> no, I'm so, kidding. Yeah. I'm he's excited. Gonna be, he's going to be driving the ship. So after episode 60, uh, you may not see us on video. You may. I'm not sure what Devin has in plan. We have all the equipment in place for him to keep running the video podcast. If he decides, he may just run the audio only uh, until I can get situated over in Oklahoma. So there's lots of things going on. It'll be up to Devin on what he wants to do as with the segments. It'll be up to him what he wants to do with, with the video and the audio. So uh, you guys give him your feedback in the Discord because he's going to be driving the ship while I'm moving. Um, I assume that sometime, I want to say I would like to be back before Christmas. I would like to be back before Christmas, but it's probably more likely after that first week, uh, like Christmas, January, that time frame, I'll be back for sure because I got to move in. We have to get this full, full setup back. You know, it's going to, it's a lot of work. Um, and I have a lot of stuff to do as soon as I get there. I got to hit the ground running. So, um, I would say after episode 60, it could be about a two to three week thing, you know, minimum. And it might be a month where you don't see me. If you do see me, it's because I'll be working on my phone and I'll just, Devin will throw me on screen with him and we'll do, a, um, you know, I'll, I'll do what I can from my, from mobile. And he'll just put me up, you know, on screen here, picture in picture or something like that. We can do something like that too. So you guys give us your ideas, whatever you want to do, but Devin will be in charge of the podcast. And uh, yeah, um, so big news there. Uh, nothing's going to change though. We're still doing our thing. Um, I'm, I'm excited. So that's that. Am I missing anything? Uh, nope. I think that's it. Okay, let's get into the show this week. Uh, first up, we got some Pokemon news. Here we go. Let me get you what guys this into all about? the gang here. What is this all about? Let's see here. This is a weird name. Incandescent Arcana? Arcana? Arcana. Incandescent Arcana. Um, Pokebeach.com. Let's check it out, guys. Here we go. Mm. Let's go and blow this up so you guys like, can see. I don't like the Heatran. So, Incandescent Arcana trademark filed. So, this is kind of like a few weeks ago we shared, you know... Uh, a, a, a trademark that Pokemon had done with uh, Giratina and all that stuff. So incandescent means to emit light with heated, when heated, and arcana means secrets or mysteries. So heated mysteries. Okay, that's, I don't know what to say. Uh, perhaps the set is, could feature Heatran or Cresselia. So far, Dialga, Palkia, Arceus, Darkrai, Giratina. That's right. So this is a Diamond, Diamond Pearl year, I guess. Diamond okay. Pearl remake year. Yeah, um, and it looks like this lead, so out of those ones. It looks like what they're pulling from it is that from the last, from Brilliant Stars, when we talked about that, I think last week in the Pokemon News, there's a Shaman that's featured in Brilliant Stars. Yeah. So that's kind of why they're pulling that there might be some more Diamond and Pearl coming in this set too, just off of the name, Incandescent Arcana. So yeah. it looks like Regigigas, <clears throat> Cresselia, Manaphy, and I don't even know, Yoni. Right, yeah, so there's... Oh, no, there's some more in there, too. Regigigas, Cresselia, Manaphy, Uxie, Me Spirit, Azelf, Heatran. So they got Diamond and Pearl 4, which is Moon Hunting and Dawn Dashing. If you guys are watching on video with us. And then Diamond and Pearl 5, Temple of Anger and Cry from the Mysterious. So they usually, they're saying that these trademarks are usually found about five to six months before they go into use. So this could be something that we see mid time next year maybe for japan so may june japan and then we would see something in the fall that's usually how that works uh let's see here 
Oh, that's cool. The February. Oh, you haven't got to that yet. My bad. In January, Japan will see the release of Starbirth, which is Arceus and Arceus V-Star, okay, which is a part of Brilliant Stars for us. Uh, February, you'll see the release of Battle Legion, which will be a special set. You'll also see two decks featuring Lucario. I'm really not a fan of Lucario cards. I tried to, but the ones that you shared a while back were cool, but that's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Time Gazer and Space Juggler uh, discovered in August, which would be hmm. okay. That's fine. September, Dark Phantasm, trademark. Wow, so there's a lot of stuff. And then it looks like all di- it's just dominated by Diamond and Pearl. I don't know how well that's going to do over time, though. Like, I mean, I'm excited for the Giratina and Darkrai stuff. <laughs> yeah, like that's about it. <laughs> this guy said, make the most awful set name you can by combining two, na- two set names. I'll go first. Birth Climax. <laughs> <laughs> that guy gets it. Yeah, it's, it's weird. They're just What's bad translations. Fleshrum? <laughs> nice. There's some trolls. They got Willie Charizard. Okay. I would love to see a Regigigas full art. I think that'd be cool. I actually like Regigigas. Someone said it down there too. Should have just had a year of brilliant diamonds shining. Uh, I think that's cool. Is that shining pearl? Is that what it's called? I need to get out of this thing. When I see it, that's the thing I don't understand. Is it when I want to get out of this Spectacular pearl. What's it called? Which one? What's the new What's the new game's called? Brilliant Diamond and Spectacular oh, yeah, Pearl. Something like that. Yeah. I. How do you guys like the new game? I know the handful you're playing. Seems pretty cool. My hands are full right now, so I've not been able to play anything. Yeah, that's why I haven't bought it either, because I'm like, I'm going to get just pulled into it. So that's pretty sweet, you know, and I don't get too hyped up on this new stuff. We're just looking at the news for you guys. It's something new to talk about instead of just beating up on Pokemon all the time. Yeah. Um, You know, if there's something cool in there, I'm going to get it. If there's not, you know, I won't get it. Uh, it's just That's just how I am. So now... Yeah, other than Dark Ride Giratina, that's all I'm stoked about. Yeah. There's not too many diamond and pro Pokemon I'm I'm big on. Uh Giratina and Darkrai. Yeah, I think that's it. But I'm trying to think of any more. I don't think there's any more. Like that I'm that big on. Yeah, not really. I mean mm-mm. It's almost there, like Sun and Moon. There's a lot of Sun and Moon I don't like either. Yeah. A lot of people like Diamond and Pearl. I don't know. I I it's I like it, but it's I'm not a I mean I like black just, and white. Black and white was good. Yeah, that's when I was more more into it. Yeah. All right. Oh, this is dope. Pokemon, highest sale of the week. Here we go. So, before I go into this next page here, um, our guy, Nick Byrne, uh, he said that we should probably start looking at uh, the actual sold prices of items, just to give you guys a better breakdown. So, he recommended 130point.com. You guys have also, you guys have done this a few times now. Nick hasn't isn't the only person that's told us to do it. So, we decided to try it out. So here we go. Highest sale of the week for Pokemon. Um, that's just great. Oh, I know why. I'm so stupid. There you go. Sorry, guys. Boom. Highest sale of the week. There it is. All there's right. A, so there's a sample. It's because. Oh my gosh. I am just clicking all over the place, guys. No, I got. No, uh, that's not it. Yeah, there I got like I got a couple hours of sleep last night. Sorry if I look a little tired. I didn't go to bed till like three. I just could not sleep. Um, Pokemon highest sale of the week, Lugia, first edition, PSA ten. So we would have said best offer accepted at sixty thousand, but guess what? We got the price for you today because we went to one thirty point dot com. We found the actual price of fifty thousand dollars. That was uh mm. today. That was today. That's Someone crazy. just spent fifty thousand dollars today. 
That is crazy. I like it. 50,000 for a first gen. Yeah. And well, well the cool thing about this first is edition Neo Gen Lugia has, you guys, I've been on record for the last month telling you guys to buy PSA Lugia's unlimited first edition, whatever you get your hands on for under a thousand. Go check prices. Let's see what happens. But I didn't know a 10 was going to sell, but I just had that feeling like, hey, you should probably start looking at this, you know? Um, so we'll see how many more of these happen this year. And I think that'll be a good, good sign. You have one, don't you? I do. It seems like it seems you like first edition. Yeah, I have a first edition and unlimited. What? Mm-hmm. Graded? Uh, my unlimited's graded. My first edition is not. Oh, dang. Yeah. I need to get on that. Oh, wait. It might be the other way around. Yeah, I thought. I think my first edition is graded. That's the one with the swirl. Yeah. I got it because the swirl was by the mouth, Dang. so it looked like an arrow blast. I want to know how well That's you're doing why. on that. I don't know. I got. I, I think I got them for pretty cheap. I got them with Dark Paladin for a deal. Yeah. This is shout out a shout out Ace. Um, he was like, "Hey, I know you want this Lugia, but how about you take how about you take PSA PSA eight Dark Paladin too?" And I was like, mm, "I can't. I don't really want to put up money for that right now." And I wasn't too deep into Yu Gi Oh yet, and uh, I was like on the fence teetering. Either way, I'm like, no, nah, I really want to just get my Lugias, man. I want to get my <clears> Lugias. <throat> and then uh, he was like, oh, I'm not going to sell it to you then. I'm going to sell you the Lugia if you don't buy the Dark Paladin. And Dang. I was like, well, now you're tempting me. And I was like, you know what? I'll do it. I like Dark Paladin. And it ended up being a win because the Dark Paladin is the, uh, the error artwork, which is pretty dope. And then I got the... You're uh, doing well on both those The cards. Hollow Swirl. Yeah. I, got, I think I got both of them for like 500 bucks. Oh. Mm-hmm. We got to check up on that. Yeah. I think you're doing really well on that. I just have a feeling. Yep. Um, there you go, Lugia guys. Um, man, I think I think you should still. Get, I I need to get one. My money is spread so thin right now; it's crazy. But um, I need to get one too. I need to stop playing around. It's just so tight with the with the energies on there. You got the three you different know, energies: well, the, like, the fire, water, and electric down at the bottom for his, his elemental yeah, blast. Yeah, it's got a cool color on it. It's cool. Yeah. The thing is, is if everyone's got the Charizard Unlimited, it's like. If you didn't have the Charizard Unlimited, you got to have this. You know what I mean? Like, it's one or the other. Like, he you know is, what? You I know think what I'm he's Charizard. I've been thinking because I, when I look at the highest sale of the week, because I go through these two, the, the Pokemon highest sale of the week a lot, like during the week. Yeah. There's a lot of Lugias being sold. And I think the reason why is because Charizard is so saturated. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That it's hard to sell, you know, a PSA 9 or 10 Charizard. You know, and there's already people who have theirs. They're like, I don't. I don't really care to get another one, you know? Well, I need starting to get more and more out of reach with the average person. Yeah, and I think a lot more people are like, hey, let's go on let's to Lugia. to the next one, yeah. yeah. A lot more people don't have Lugia than they do, you know, a Charizard in their collection. So It'd be I think interesting to see one. the pop reports on those two and compare them. We have to do that. Yeah, I think Lugia might be less, probably. For sure, has to be. All right, so there you go. Highest sale of the week. Let's get into the top five this week. we got a lot going on here. Top five. Top five. five Here we go. Five. I'm going to throw the big screen up for you guys so you can see what's going on. Uh, first thing, honorary mention, the top five this week. No, is it? Oh, gosh. I always screw this up. This is not an honorary mention. This is actually number five. Again, G's Toys for Tots. Um, she said that this is going to run all the way up until a week before Christmas. Oh, gosh. I got it screwed up. It's not over yet, guys. If you want to... If you want to donate to my mom's toy store, uh, she has a Toys for Tots link. We'll link that again in this video. We already reached our goal. Now we're just crushing it. 
Um, I believe we raised over six hundred dollars in the first week. We dropped it. So nice. Good kudos job, Poke to Tower. You guys. Good job, yeah, Poke Tower. Yeah, it's amazing. Killed it. Uh, way. I mean, last year we did four hundred, and then in the first week we just did over six hundred. So keep it coming. She said, if anything, uh, if anything doesn't get it, make it in this time. It just rolls over to next year's fund. So and remember, we don't we don't get any of this money. It's ninety seven three. Uh, ninety seven percent goes to the kids. Three percent goes to the Toys for Tots Foundation to pay their workers and uh, all their stuff that they have to take care of. So the three percent goes to them. They, nothing has nothing to do with Poke Tower or G Store. We don't want. We none just of it. provide the link. Yep. for you guys to drop it. So, uh, thank you guys. But again, number five this week. Children need it. Give to a charitable donation. All right. If you, if, if it doesn't have to be G Store, just go out and do your own thing. You know, they got Toys for Tots boxes all around the place. You can just drop off a toy and and you're good. You know, uh, you could do something like that, or you could do a canned food drive this week. Right. You could drop some food off, uh, buy some food for a homeless shelter. You could do a lot of things. Um, something small, you know what I mean? But do something. Right. 20 bucks will make someone's day, you know, 10 bucks will make someone's day. And then just, you know, do something, do something beyond yourself, right? Because you're always buying cards for yourself. Yep. Everyone buys cards for themselves. Do something for someone else. Uh, we crushed our goal, but we're going to keep going, guys. So thanks for that. That's number five this week. Number four, here we go. This, this is a new one. Yeah. A new mm. filter search. Here we go. So I oh, got some new slabs. I've been, well, I've been beating you guys up on SGC. Pokemon Hollow filters <laughs> on eBay, lowest price plus shipping. Buy it now. You guys know how to do it. Well, you know, I decided to up the ante. What could we get with a $50 bill? And what we got was ridiculous. We got a 9.5 uh, Dark Golbat Hollow for 50 bucks in Sick. Japanese. That's great. That's great because I had a PSA 9 in English. You like those old Japanese cards that I got for sixty, so that it's like right there. It's right there. Um, look at this base set Alakazam in a seven point five for fifty bucks. Are you kidding me? That's seven point five is pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. Seven point five Poliwhirl for fifty five, fifty five. These are. I would get these. I like that one down there, the Dark Dragon. Oh yeah, six point five. First edition non hollow Dark Dragonite. Yeah, I'm going Golbat and Dark Dragonite. With picks. fifty bucks though, that's what you're getting with fifty bucks. What 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 right now could you buy? Okay, check this out. You can get one of these, right? You can get one of these guys, or you can get one of those new Reshiram Charizard boxes, or you can get a Zekrom Pikachu Ultra Collection box. This is superior in my opinion. This stuff right here is wait. You can get those boxes any time of the year. This, the work is done. You got a vintage card in near mint condition. What? It's protected Slabbed in a nice up. slab. Easy peasy. I wanted to show you what you could get with just 50 bucks. There's more than this, too. These were it's just most some of likely my in a condition that it says it's in. It's in a 7.5 condition. Yeah. It's in a 9.5 condition. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, too, is that if maybe you got more to play with, try 75, try 100, try 200. See what you can get away with for 500. $100 is crazy. Exactly. There's a lot you can get away with. Um, again, you know, if you don't got 50 bucks to play with, you do the, you do the lowest filter and you just start sniping $15 slabs. You can do it. Um, anyone can do it. Um, but I want to show you guys what was for 50. Uh, and it stays, it's number four this week because besides the Gengar expedition hollow that I got, I haven't really messed too much with SGC cause I got other things going on. Um, so 
I'm going to go on a limb here and just say, like, I think most slabs, if you can buy them for under 50 bucks, under 40 bucks, you can you can probably just turn around and relist them for 50 bucks and sell it. Wow. You know what I mean? Probably good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It might if take you, a minute, but yeah. If you, if you buy a slab, like we'll see here when we in, in, in the Gengar's grabs, if you buy a slab for 20 bucks or 15 bucks, you could turn around and sell that slab for 40 or 50. Like if you were that kind of guy, that was your hustle. You like to flip stuff. That's mm. that's a no brainer. Like that's you could easily do that. So these guys that have these uh best offer like on the Alkazam, <clears throat> yeah, send them for to, something less. Yeah, you know try what I mean? Get thirty five bucks. Thirty five bucks, and then you're well under that fifty, and then you can turn around and sell it for sixty. Someone will grab it for sixty. Just oh, don't yeah. put a best offer. Yeah, you know, yeah. just because that's someone else that's letting go of their their uh, cards or their collection for not what they're worth. You know what I mean? Right. If you're coming up on someone else's sour sour endings, sour beginnings. How do you call that? Uh, someone's it's called some called someone tapping out. Yeah, someone tapping <laughs> out, and you're just you're just coming or, up you saying, know, you know, what? I'm grabbing these. Maybe they graded these cards for ten bucks, and they're at a price point that they do well. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's that too. That everyone wins at that point. Yep. Uh, but number four, SGC Hollows with a fifty dollar filter. See what you guys can get there. These Tight. next these next few here are big deal. Uh, they're back in. They were never in the top five, but I mentioned them. They're back now, full force, because I think now is the time to strike. So, everyone th- thinks I'm hating on the 25th anniversary. They think I don't care about the 25th anniversary. That's not true. I just think it's not good to buy when everyone's talking about it. It's kind of slowing down. Everyone's in on Fusion Strike right now. Uh, everyone's moving on to Dragon Ball right now. Everyone's, you know, everyone's moving where the money's going. So now it's time to collect. Number three this week. This is the 2021 Pokemon Chinese 25th Anniversary Celebrations Premium Golden Box. Holy cow. That's a lot. It's a U.S. seller, so it's a little marked up. But this is the Chinese. This is the Chinese exclusive 25th Anniversary Gold Box. It comes with different stuff than what we had. Mm. 600 bucks or, or best offer. There are 30 people watching this thing. The box is dope. Um, Right. So this is sealed collection material. This is the reason I like these limited edition boxes, guys, is because you have to think about it from a manufacturing standpoint. The Pokemon company, you know, even though it costs them pennies on the dollar to make this stuff, it's still more expensive to make than just to print booster packs because they got to do the the box, they get the card stock, the, 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 the the thickness of the box, the gold foiling that goes in the box the etched uh, gold that goes in the box, the, you know, the little slide out drawer that's in the collection box, like all those little gadgets cost money in manufacturing and they don't make as much profit on this than they would if they just, you know, if they made a booster pack for 30 cents and they sell it for $5, they're winning all day. Yeah. But this might be just for example, for example, this is something that cost them a dollar and maybe they only sell it for three. And it's like, you know, we're making... 60% 60% on it. We're not really, it's good, but it's not amazing, right? Where the booster pack game is just a cash cow because it costs us so cheap to make in the factory and it's so cheap to sell that we can just, you know, everybody wins again. Um, so this is one of those, just like ETBs. We talked about this before with the ETBs. Yep, yep, yep. yep. That's why the, the, the that's first why one they stop. Yeah, that's why the, the first things go to print because it's just, it comes, it comes a point in time. It's like, why are we going to keep reprinting these when we can just profit more off of the the loose booster packs? Yeah. And if you, even if you think about it, like, uh, uh, ETB at the store is like 40 bucks and it comes with eight packs in it. Yeah. 
eight times eight times four. It probably cost them like eight times four bucks is uh, what thirty two bucks. Yeah, that's almost the price of the ETB right there. Right, boom. You know what I mean? That's and exactly. That's it. not including the cardstock. The not ink including that the goes ink, into it. The, the cardboard, you know, the extra plastic, yeah. the dice, the yep. all that stuff. Yeah. So from a manufacturing standpoint, that's why they make less of these. It's not they don't make it to cap populations. They're like, oh, we're only gonna make a hundred. Oh, it's like no, it's just we don't want to get Jude by the factory. Right. We're willing to take this much of a loss. So we're going to make 10,000 units and that's it because this is an expensive item for us to produce. Right. That's what this is about. But it's good marketing. So these are the first to go away. This is not going to be reprinted. They just, they don't do it because it's, it's not profitable for them. Right. Um, so the gold box is number three because it's expensive, but if you want to go big, and I think, you know, if you want something that's going to probably be a little more rare than the, the Ultra Box we got out here, I think this is a great pick. Great pick. $600 seems like a lot now, but it could easily be 1200 here over the next six months. Easy. Um, because you're just not going to see these. There's a huge barrier with the, uh, with the whole ordering from China thing, like I talked about before. And uh, this is a U.S. seller. So he's going to mark it up a little bit, but maybe you try 450 and you get it for 450 You know what I mean? You never know. You got to try. But number three this week, because I think there's a better option. And here we go. Number two. Yeet. That Charizard box that we were talking about. So you got the 2021 Chinese 25th anniversary Charizard reinforced box. It's just the Charizard box that we talked about. It's got the gold Charizard, right? Um, and... 170 is not too bad either. Because I think we were talking about the Venusaur. Yeah, no. Was that 140? Bad. Yeah. So this seller's from Hong Kong. There's all kinds of sellers that are international. You just got to find a good one and pick one, guys. Um, remember, if you're on eBay too and you don't go through PayPal, do some sketchy stuff, you're protected. Keep that in mind. But the other option, right? Maybe you don't want to buy that box. I think that's the best box you can get, by the way. Charizard one? Yes. But if you don't like that, there's another option. They got the uh, S8A 25th anniversary. It's the three-pack Rapture gift box. So these come with Zekrom, Reshiram, Gyarados, Shiny Carp, Mew, and Mewtwo. And then it comes with, you know, so many packs of their, their 25th anniversary. Um, these are great too. And they're just like a, like a, they kind of look like our three pack blisters with like a promo in it. That's what it reminds me of. But um, those are 139. Look at that. They've sold 80. That's crazy. Um, and then oh, you, wow. Yeah, they yeah. did. That's you crazy. know, and those are cheaper. You because you don't have to buy all three. You can buy like one for like fifty bucks. You know what I mean, or mm-hmm. you, or forty, whatever the case may be. You got to find it though. Um, but just type in you know Chinese twenty fifth anniversary sealed or whatever, uh, and you'll these things will pop up all over the place. But I believe the Charizard is out now. I really need to try and put aside some cash to get one, because uh, that's that's sealed product territory right there. That would be something that would be behind me just chilling. I have no reason to open it. Um, yeah, it just looks great. Yeah, Yeah. it's awesome. Um, so that's number two this week. I think it's a better pick than this one because it's a little cheaper. So you could actually buy three Charizards before you bought one of those. So something to think about, you know, you could get Charizard Venusaur Blastoise for the price of this. However, however you want to chop that up. And number week or number week. Wow. I'm really tired guys. Number one this week. Boring. But, but reliable. 
Pokemon base at Hollows. Again, check a look at this, guys. When you can get a 7.5 Alakazam for 50 bucks, that's why this is realistic. You can get all these Hollows. You can do it. I know you can. Um, make it a goal to collect one of each Hollow in whatever edition. I don't care. Um, and strike. I'm waiting a little bit longer uh, for my first edition PSA Hollows to kind of go down in price because we're still living off that high of anniversary year. Uh, you still got a lot of resellers that are, you know, they think they can run the game. We just got to smoke them out for a little bit, and then I think things will go down shortly after. So Pokemon Base at Hollow is not going to beat it up. I'm more excited about these two things, guys, the Chinese boxes. They're going to be in the top five for a little bit because I think, I think if there's one sealed item you buy from this year, it's one of these. Don't buy a stupid booster box and keep it sealed. Don't buy an ETB, keep it sealed. Don't buy... Do these. I'm telling you. You can't tell me that these were printed more than what we have out here. Can't tell me. Yeah, and I still think they have like the Umbreon box yep. too. Yep. That one's cool. Umbreon, Blastoise, Charizard, Venusaur, Rayquaza. Rayquaza box is dope too. Can't remember the other one. Uh, Gardevoir. Yep, that's what it is. That's what it is. Is that it? Mm-hmm. That's okay. purple. Mm-hmm. There you guys go. Top five this cool. week. Qu- quick summary there. SGC slabs, that is a serious ad. Steal, guys. I want to start seeing them in the grabs tab. And those Charizard, the starter boxes, the 25th anniversary Chinese starter boxes, tight. 100%. Those are sick. All right, here we go, guys. Oh, we got a little turkey gobble-gobble here. Mm-hmm. Devcoreception, here you go. Devcore, baby. Let's go. All right, guys. Ho-oh. Thanksgiving. You guys can't see it. It's kind of uh, capped off at the top there. Mm. But uh, so as you guys know, we're going to be talking about everyone's. It's Thanksgiving. So we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite fire turkey, fire chicken. Um, yeah, you that, guys know. That makes ho-oh. it sound bad when you say it like that. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a he's phoenix. He's not as cool. He's a phoenix. Or he's a phoenix. Or he's a peacock. But we like. He might be a peacock. He, we think of him as a turkey. He's a peacock turkey. Yeah. He's got that vulture look to him, too. Yeah, he's got the the cracked out turkey look. But here we go, guys. So we won't be talking about this ho-ho in particular. That one's rare. That's an NFT right there. That's NFT. And we won't be talking about these ones here. Oh! These are all the hits, obviously. These are all the common ones everyone knows about. So we have the first one from uh, Neo Revelation or Neo Neo Discovery, something like that, right? I'm always jacked up. Um, Something like that. I think it's Neo Revelation, ho-ho. Super dope card, but obviously it's already seen its time, and it's it is expensive. Um, we have Ho Oh from Skyridge, or mm-hmm. yeah, Skyridge. We've talked about him before. We all know about him. Super dope. Who doesn't know about that? And then obviously the Hidden Fates Ho Oh, just because super overpopulated and everybody knows about Hidden Fates. He's still cool. Still cool though, right? Because he's shiny. So we will be talking about all these ones though. So whoa. Here are the Ho-Oh sleeper picks. So if you guys didn't know Ho-Oh had some dope cards out there, he does. And we're going to be talking about him here in the Devon Course segment. Um, So let's get into it. There's some action. The first one to look at is Ho-Oh, the world, not the world. I said almost said World of Warcraft for some reason. big on these. Wizards of the Coast, Black Star promo number 52. That's the one in the top left corner. That's covered up by the, uh, there you go. go. Top left. Top left corner. He's kind of got like that, like. Rainbow Phoenix of the Ash type thing going on. It's an e-reader card. It's a it's a Wizard of the Coast promo. So 
Wizards of the Coast doesn't even make Pokemon cards anymore. So that just tells you, hey, go out and grab this card. It's like 40 bucks. Is it hollow? Yeah, it's hollow. Oh, no. No, it's the non-hollow. Mm. Non-hollow. Is there a hollow? No. Oh. But it's just, it's just a promo. I thought it was tight. Black Star promo from uh, WOTC. Super sick. Um, and it's an e-reader style. So I was like, you know what? I don't think a lot of people will know about this Ho-Oh. I think it's a good artwork for them. The next one we'll talk about is Pop Series 3. Um, Ho-Oh EX 17 out of 17. That's that EX bordered hollow Ho-Oh, the third one. Okay. Anyways, super red looking one. Um, yeah, that's nice. Really nice. I like the borders on it. This is from Pop Series 3. A lot of people don't know about Pop Series or even look at Pop Series cards because we know them to be expensive and to be rare. Um, but this guy, you can find it out there for about the same price, 40, 50 bucks. If you can find one graded, I would say go that route, obviously, because it's an EX card and those borders are going to be super, super hard to get graded in a good grade that you're going to like. Um, so make sure you get one that's already graded, but you can find them raw for sure. The next one we're going to talk about is Ho-Oh 9 out of 95, Call of Legends. Um, that is the one in the middle there. So super dope. I don't think a lot of people give Call of, Le- Call of Legends. Top, top middle? Yeah, top middle. Oh, okay. Give Call of Legends um, enough respect um there's some pretty dope cards in there i think this is a super cool hollow in general and i don't know if you guys can see but like the borders are like black and gold like they're faded they're meant to be like that so on the borders of this ho they're meant to be kind of like faded black and gold. oh i see yeah yeah so it's kind of not black and gold like gold and silver faded. yeah gold and silver kind of faded it's pretty yep. sick uh again that one not we're, we're looking like maybe 20, 30 bucks. Nothing huge. This next one, one I think arts. is super dope. It's a promo from Heart Gold Soul Silver. Ooh. It's the one on the bottom right corner. Okay. So not the legend card, but. That's kind of like that Lugia almost. Yeah, this is HGSS01. Um, it's a promo from Heart Gold Soul Silver. We've talked about Heart Gold Soul Silver a lot, and we've said that it is the sleeper set. A lot of collectors don't know about it, and a lot of collectors are still sleeping on it um, just because the prices for some of the cards in there are. Not what they should be. Right. Um, so this Ho-Oh being a promo, obviously you're not going to get them. What's out there is out there. And uh, I do like the borders on this one because it does have like that gold and silverish faded borders. I don't know why um, Heart Gold Soul Silver did that. It was just something they did. Um, but I think it's tight. Promo. I think it's good artwork of uh, Ho-Oh without him looking too crazy. You know, mm. he always has like that screaming chicken look. I know he is screaming right there, but it's a dope card. Doesn't look too chicken. Yeah. He doesn't look too like cracked out. The next one is Ho-Oh uh, Legend Card, top and bottom, uh, 111 that and 112 from Heart Gold, Soul Silver. It doesn't even look like him. Sweet, right? So we've talked about the Lugia one. The Lugia one is expensive, especially the bottom half of it, because that's where his head's at. Um, but this Ho-Oh one, this one's dope. Like, look at it. It's, I didn't know there was one of these. It's like, it's like that... Uh, that color is nuts. And it's hollow, too, I believe. I believe it's hollow. It's like yeah, watermark tie-dye. Yeah, that tie-dye, like, watermark. Like, this is how Ho-Oh should be. It looks like he's on fire almost, you He know? looks like an aura. He's like doesn't even have a body. Exactly, and I feel like that's how he should look. He should just look like flames. So, pretty dope. I like that one a lot. You guys should check that out. He's next one up here on the bottom left-hand corner, Ho-Oh EX, the full art. That's from like Dragons that. Exalted. Oh, I think dang. that's a set not a lot of people know about. Yeah, um, I didn't know where he came the from. Full arts, the full arts from that era are dope. Because they look just like the full arts from like Breakpoint and Breakthrough, you know, the ones with the black borders yep. and stuff. Um, I think it's super dope. Dragon's Exalted, 119 out of 124. Um, it goes right hand in hand with the Breakpoint that's right next to it. So, Ho-Oh, the, the one in the middle, 
That's a Ho-Oh 121 out of 122 from Breakpoint. So I think these are the two best full arts for Ho-Oh. Turkey party. I think that is the only, uh, yeah, turkey party. Gobbler. Gobbler party. Mm. Um, <laughs> these are the two best full arts for Ho-Oh, for sure. Um, I would definitely go the Dragon's Exalted first, and then Ho-Oh. How much does that cost? The Dragon's Exalted one? I think it's like 50 to 60 bucks. Um, just get one graded. Yeah. I would, uh, you could probably still snipe one raw and still score an eight or a nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but this one in the top right corner that has EX borders, I want to bring this one up because Ho-Oh doesn't really Ooh. see too many, uh, too many highs in terms of his cards. Except Unless that they're old. Except for this one. This one's from Unseen Forces. Um, it's 104 out of 115. He's expensive. Hmm. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's hollow with the hollow borders. He's expensive. Super hard to grade. Raw. Raw, it's expensive. Um, graded, it's expensive. Um, so, again, if you really like the Ho-Oh EX from Un- Unseen Forces, um, I didn't want to talk about him too much in the Demacore just because he is expensive. He doesn't really fit the mm. the financial part of the Demacore <laughs> segment. Um, but if you are into that kind of stuff where you like to pay a little bit more for your cards and you like cards mm-hmm, that are mm-hmm. more expensive, I threw it in there for the alternative so that you could have a more expensive Ho-Oh um, one that's more sought after. That's Unseen Forces. That's the one in the top right here. Yeah. Right okay. Super dope. But if you want the alternative, go for Ho-Oh EX from Pop Series 3. I think I like the full arts. Uh, yeah, I like the full arts way more, too. I think they do them way more justice. The color on it is popping. He looks, his wings give him more of that, like, ancient bird look. Yeah. Sort right. of turkey look. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other ones, his, his wings look real stubby or just like, yeah. I don't know. Ho-Oh's just never really been one of my favorites, but I, I figured, you know what? do the art wrong. Thanksgiving, yeah. Could really. you imagine if they did like a Japanese traditional like artwork style of him? Like on a tat, like Japanese traditional tattoos? Yeah, if they did like a uh, uh, Ho-Oh flying with the moon. Yep. Ho-Oh flying against the moon or whatever it is. Ho-Oh flying with they the sun. They could do a good Ho-Oh, job. Ho-Oh, Ho-Oh flying with the sun. Boom, done. Yeah. Anyways, that does it for the Devon Course segment. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, next slide is just the breakdown of all the cards. Screenshot it. Yep. We didn't, I didn't write down prices on here because I figured there isn't too many um, Ho-Oh lovers out there. Mm. But, hey, it's conducive, right? Is that the word? Conducive? Conducive. That means that you would be, like, supporting an idea. Conducive. Of Thanksgiving. The holiday oh. season. Yeah. Of yeah. The, go- the Gobbler Day. Um, In so spirit of... In spirit of Thanksgiving, throughout Ho Oh for the sleepers. So if we have some Ho Oh fans out there, hope you guys enjoy this segment. That does it for the demo core. All right, Turkey Boys, here we go. Gengar's grabs this week. This this was a tough. This is a good week. You guys, Sick. it's getting competitive. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, Gengar's grabs. This is our weekly's grab. Our weekly grabs for Discord members. You guys post it up in the Discord. We rank it number five down to number one champ every week. Based on what we like, uh, what's rare, what's expensive, what's unique, what's different, what's got cool artwork, what's our personal favorites. That's what Gengar's Grabs is. So join the Discord. Get your grabs in. This was the honorary mention. This was the honorary mention that I spoiled earlier. G's Toys for Tots. You guys killed it. There's probably more names. These were just the ones that I saw in the cord and in the grabs tab. We got Christopoli. We got Paperclip, Too Old the Mod, the Mod. We got that guy, CT. We got Big Tony. We got me. We got Weird Randomness. And there was more because obviously that us, those guys right there did not make up 600 bucks, over $600. 
there was more people, but these were the people that posted in the grabs or G's tagged you and said, thanks. Right. So there's more. Um, so if you're not on the list, don't feel like I dissed you. It's just, I just rolled through real quick, found who I could dropped it in. So thank you guys again. Just want to shout it out. This is like a number six spot for the week. So now let's get into Gengar's grabs. Number five. Ooh, Mr. Pink. Dope. He had a good week. Uh, HGA slab. So pulls out a Sick. HGA slab of Charizard VMAX from Shining Fates for 130 bucks. he said, uh, which is great because it's like 50 bucks just to grade with them. So what's the price of that? I think he bought the whole slab for less than the price of a raw one. That's, that's how you do it. That's ideal. That's it. Yes. Indeed. And you then figured today, it out, Mr. Pink. Good job. Today he picks up a PSA 9 Metal Greymon promo for $16.50 plus shipping. Metal Greymon. How? Iconic. Dope. I know. $16.50? Crazy. I mean, even if you wanted to go back to last year's value prices at $11, he paid. <laughs> yeah, he paid for the card. That's even nuts. less, probably. That's great. I don't think that card sells for. I don't know, but that's just great to get a slab for that. Yeah. Slabbed up already? We already said it. Slabs under 50 is it is you're moving. Great. You're already doing good. Good job. Number four this week. Pomaine meats. Oh, wait, mine's not updated. I was on a totally different one. This is when we threw them in. Oh, man. I want to refresh. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Pomaine meats, Pomaine meats. I always jack up his name. Anyways, he's number four this week. He's got a first edition Charmander from Rocket, PSA 9. Uh, this is great because I think Pullman Meats, Pullman Meats, is he's new to buying slabs, right? So this is actually a big move for someone to be just getting in and grab a, grab a Rocket's Charmander. Like, you got to have some, you got to have some taste to go after Rocket, like right off the bat. You know, usually you don't just buy Rocket unless you know what you're getting into. So that's kind of cool to see someone who's newer to buying slabs just drop right in. Going after a... And that's a good card. Yeah, it's a great it's card. It's a damn good card. Yeah. Um, Charmander Rocket. First edition, too. First edition is what I'm actually impressed by. Yeah. <laughs> like Because you can get the unlimited one, which is still good, but just... Um, that's that's a... that's a seasoned, We're talking 21 years on this bad boy. There's that's 21 a years on this veteran card. move right there. There's 21 years on this card. That thing's a classic. Boy, and Charmander's a staple. You, you did classic. not go wrong there. Nope. I like it. That's a good pick. Number three this week. This is a good one. I this like this great. one. This is one of my favorite. ATM for Life grabs the Legendary Collection uh, God cards. So these are the non-playable cards. Let me go full screen for you guys. These are the non-playable cards in a PSA 9. Remember, the non-playable cards have the colored backs. So the, the back of that slifer is red. The back of the raw is yellow. The back of the obelisk is blue. You yes. cannot play these in game. So these are the these are some of the best cards to grade because they're not playable, right? They they're they're here just Make to great displays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Two thousand ten. That's when these originated. So that's eleven, 11 years. years old. That's yeah. great. Um, and to get the whole set in a nine, just knock it out. Done. Done. Um, I think this is one of the best alternatives to the Game Boy promos because the Game Boy promos are expensive. I agree. So I agree on that. What's and the I'm, next best thing? These. And I think sure. I think I sent mine in when we did our uh, PSA orders earlier this year. What? I think I sent mine in. Hmm. Mm-hmm. On a different order. Oh, you guys are gonna believe this. You want to tell? Oh yeah. So all right, guys, messed up. I mean, I guess technically I didn't mess up. It was just the timing of it all was screwed. 
So back way back when on our very last submission that we did, um, we submitted like a sh- some hidden fates, like a hidden fates, evolutions, some real big bangers. Uh, Leafeon, Sylveon. It was shiny Leafeon, shiny Sylveon, shiny Darkrai, shiny Reshiram. No, they were all EV evolutions. Uh, shiny Sylveon. No, I sent Darkrai in there too. Yeah, you had a Sylveon, a Glaceon, two Glaceon, Sylveon, Leafeon. Yeah, yeah. Hidden fates, hits. Yeah, and I had a I had a shining a shining Mew. It was a PSA sub that we were gonna do. Yeah, and so what happened was is that when PSA shut down, um, me and Denny we did that we did that submission here. Uh, I think we made a video on it too. Yep. And then we had the paperwork saved on our PSA account. And then I was down to, over here and yeah. then we couldn't print it over here. And I was like, all right, I'll just print it over at, um, over at mom's house. Yep. So I waited to the morning and I went to go log into my PSA account. Um, and I went to go to the paperwork. Our whole entire submission was deleted. And I was like, oh wait, what? Yeah. And it wouldn't let me do a new submission because they know they were no they longer. Closed it out. Yeah. yeah. They closed out all the services. So that submission ended up just getting put away in the closet. My parents did some renovations and moved it somewhere. And uh, then I wasn't able to find it for like a long time. And I just found it and showed Danny. So the he other shows day. me all these slabs today. <laughs> Are, uh, yes. No, it's not slabs. He shows card me all these savers. card savers of just bangers. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted that dark, dark ride graded. The Leafeon, the Glaceon, the Sylveon. The Sylveon was like a $400 card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like 90 bucks raw or something like that. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, they're still all there in card savers, though. So they'll yeah, go. they look great. They look freaking untouched. They'll go if they can get a. If we can get back down those the service levels, they'll go. Yeah. But yeah, that's what happened. That was crappy. Okay. All right. Number two this week. This one's sick because we just talked about Turkey Day. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Nice. Lukey grabbed a two, uh, PSA 6. Uh-oh. From uh, Revelation. It was Revelation. No. Nice. Nice. PSA 6 hollow. Uh, Ho-oh. The cool thing about this is that he already has a PSA 6 Lugia hollow. So now he has he has a picture where he has them both next to each other. Yeah, that's Sick. awesome. Sick to have one and then go out with the other. Super jealous of that because that's something I want. It's mm-hmm. not about the grade; mm-hmm. it's about those cards. They're just epic. That's mm-hmm. a great artwork for him. Yep, that's his probably his best one. Yes, best one. All right, number one this week, the champ. He's 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 won multiple titles now, maybe not consecutively, but he is. Yeah, he is consecutive. This he one is, is uh, consistent. We got the Chords Digi Expert Paperclip, aka Jake, with a detector Malomyotismon. Yeah, let's just say that I definitely didn't know about this at all. The story behind this card is that he didn't even know it existed. He thought it was a rumor that this thing existed. For Jake to say that's kind of odd. Yeah, um, he didn't know where it came from. He doesn't know, you know anything about it besides the fact that he he thought he had for some reason he in the back of his head i guess he always knew this card existed but could never prove it like he just remembered from somewhere that this thing existed like no i remember seeing this thing you know couldn't find it uh the story behind it is that that it probably comes from like an asian toy or digivice and it's long gone and it's just he has like the only one that we've seen probably in a long time I think even he was saying it might even be fake too, right? Right, yeah. He was saying it could be fake. He's not sure. It doesn't look fake. Uh, that is the real deal. So to find a card that you don't even think exists, like this is just, the reason this is cool is because this is like ultimate 
hard hunting here. It's this is hard to do, and it takes a lot of freaking patience. Yeah, and only someone who is who is true. You also have to know what you're looking for. Exactly. Only someone who is truly knowledgeable and passionate about collecting a certain TCG or or you know just a certain whatever. Take the time to hunt this down. Take the time to hunt this down and find it, and and keep that like I don't know drive to be like no I know it's out there and I'll yeah, find I'm it one day. Find it. Yep. Patience. That patient and driven to do it, that is what it takes to be a serious collector. Like you have to be able to do that or have that drive in order to insane. To have to be insane. like to be a serious collector. You know what I mean? You can have a if you want if you want your collection to transcend above the norm Whatever average you collector. See on your Instagram every day. Right, yeah. right, right, right. That's what I'm trying to say here. Is that this is it right here. You have to find stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And uh like I said, I had no idea about this until I, I read up on it from Paperclip on our Discord. Yeah. And that's just a crazy, crazy feat. Because he, if you guys don't know, he from our earlier podcast, he's prodigious. Prodigious Omnimon. Yeah. Prodigious Omnimon. And he has a website of every Digimon card out there. Yep. And for him not to really know the origin to, or how to yeah. find this dang thing. It's crazy. And then get a hold of it. The guys, the Digimon Encyclopedia. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Nuts. Uh, so congrats to Jake and educating us <clears throat> on the uh, detector. Dope. Insane. Crazy. Um, what am I doing now? What am I doing? What am I- Mallow, All right. Mallow Myotismon. Yeah. Mm. I have, uh, what's it called? There's a digi battle of that same artwork and they just slapped it on the detector. But all right. Speaking of Digimon, let's get into Digimon this week. I think you guys are going to like this a lot. Maybe you won't. You might not like this. But anyways, let's get it. Mm. Here we go. This is important that I that I we get our faces on this on for this. So, when I started collecting Digimon, I had no idea that there was this Beckett versus PSA war going on. There really wasn't a war. Actually, it was Beckett is the authority for vintage Digimon. PSA doesn't know crap about Digimon, and I was like. Well, I love PSA, and that's all I use for my Pokemon, for my sports cards. Like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use PSA Digimon. That's what I'm gonna do. We didn't know that PSA um, doesn't grade a lot of Digimon because the sets haven't been validated for the release dates. We didn't know that back then, so we had a lot of trouble initially on how to get it graded. Um, and that's a whole another topic, but. The people who grade with Beckett, we're not going to say any names, were praising Beckett because they just said that they're they're the authority for Digimon and that's it. It's come to my attention that those people probably went to PSA first and got rejected because they didn't have enough research to back the the origin of these cards. So they just went to the next best thing. Well, PSA doesn't do I'm going Beckett. Because if you do your research on some of these guys who praise Beckett for Digimon, they have other profiles. It's all PSA. And Digimon is their only thing that's Beckett. So you, it's pretty safe to make the assumption that, well, if you, PSA is not going to grade this, I'm going to grade with Beckett. That's, that's the attitude it was. It wasn't that Beckett was the better decision. It was the only choice. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was a desperation thing. I want to be the first person to grade it. PSA is not giving me the answer I want, so I'm just going to go somewhere else. That's what it is. That's my suspicion. So, what is this about? Who would you grade with, Beckett versus PSA? I like both, but I will always stand with PSA because they are a $700 million company. 
they have enough money to buy Beckett. That's just the truth. They could acquire Beckett. The other thing, the other thing about this, the biggest argument that we're going to talk about today, a lot of people say that Beckett grades harder than PSA. Now, for the black label, I think the black label where your card has to be absolutely immaculate, I think that's true. I think the black label is the hardest thing to get in collecting. However, it's less than a 0.01% chance you're going to get one. Right. So if we're not talking about a black label 10, what about the other stuff? What about 9.5s? What about 8.5s, right? Because PSA doesn't do those 0.5s up to a 9. They do it up to 9, and then there's no such thing as a 9.5. It's either a 9 or a 10. And they have very specific criteria on what a 9 and a 10 is. So I've been doing my research on BGS crossovers. What happens when people say, because, you know, the, the stigma with Digimon is I have PSA 10s. They're just 9.5s in BGS because they grade harder. So I wanted to do my research and I wanted to look at the data. I wanted to look at the stats and the actual information about this stuff. Instead of opinion, right? Instead of opinion, I wanted to find a place that could actually give me information on how well these cards translate over to PSA. I found a website that's keeping a running log on people that do crossovers. We're going to check that out today. This forum right here is a crossover, primarily sports, right? <clears throat> so that's another thing to consider. This is primarily sports cards. <clears throat> I'm choking right now. <clears throat> However, TCGs are different. They grade differently. They also have different graders for TCGs, right? So they not, not one grader can grade a bunch of different stuff. They have specialties. Um, but this is a BGS to PSA crossover uh, forum, and people put their their experiences on how they do their orders are doing and stuff like that. So let's just roll through and look at some of the stuff. Here's a guy that had an order. He put in two cards that were both uh, BGS 9.5s. They did not cross over to 10s. That's only two cards, right? It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. But this would, these had 10 centerings, uh, nine edges, 9.5 corners and 9.5 surface. Neither of them made it on a 10. So what happens is, is if you give, if you send this over to PSA and you want them to crack it for you, if it doesn't make the minimum grade that you want, they don't crack it. They just send you, send it back to you in the slab. If, if you don't put a minimum grade, they'll crack the slab and put it in a PSA slab, but they're going to give you the new grade that whatever it is. <clears throat> so, you know, for, for them to say, they got the subgrades and they grade harder. Here was two instances where a 9.5 did not equal a 10. I shared this on my Instagram, by the way, because this is, there's some very compelling information that if you don't have a black label, you don't have anything better than a PSA 10. That's just the truth. Or a PSA 9 for that matter. Because remember, when you cross over, if you put minimum grade 10, if you say, look, do not crack this slab unless I make a 10, PSA is going to take your 9.5 and they're going to be like, mm, that's not a 10. And you don't, they don't make you a nine slab. They just don't do it at all. You don't get anything. Mm -hmm. So here's another one. Devin Booker card, BGS nine did not cross to a nine. Didn't cross to a PSA nine, had 9.5 centering, 9.5 edges, 
8.5 corners and 9 surface. Didn't make the 9. So not even a 9 to a 9 crossed over. Because remember, everyone says a BGS 9.5 is a PSA 10. I never believed that ever. I've never believed that ever since I started collecting. I always believe you should be buying the card inside of the slab, not the grade on the slab. It's just the truth. Um, there's a lot of evidence out there that 9.5s have nicks on them. You got one nick on a PSA 10, it ain't happening. Nope. They got standards, you know? So if you guys want this link... And and and, and given there's there's multiple graders at PSA, there's some that are good, there's some are bad, there's some that weasel through the cracks, so maybe someone's having a bad day and they gave a 10 and it has a nick on it that they didn't catch with their eye or they were just being lazy that day or they're just not that great of a PSA worker. Whatever it is, that's going to happen with any company. There's going to be some that just get through the cracks and everyone's going to make a big example of that. Look at this one. Look at, well, look at this. Yeah. Yes, that's very few and far in between. <clears throat> when, here's another. We're not talking about CGC because that's not even a brand that I would use. But I also shared that on my Instagram. There was a guy who was super upset. He bought underpriced 9.5s from CGC for 10 months straight. He said the turnover rate was like less than 1 in 10. He spent Oof. a year buying 9.5s that were underpriced and tried to cross-grade. And it was about a 10% chance that he got a PSA 10 every time. Yikes. That's insane. That just shows you that this 9.5 is a stupid marketing hack when it's probably your 9.5 is equivalent to a 9 or 8.5. Just makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. It just makes you, the customer, feel better, which means you're going to use their service because you got that extra little inch. It's like a guy who's 5'5", and he says, I'm 5'5 I'm and 3 quarters. It's like, you're 5'5". Yeah. You're 5'5", five five, dude. Yep. That's exactly what they're doing to you guys. And you, you, some people buy it. Here we go. Here's a 9.5 that did cross to a 10. Now, why did it cross to a 10? Because it was quad 9.5s. So pretty much immaculate. The card was immaculate. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> here we go. A PSA 8.5 became a BGS 9.5. Look at that. A PSA 8.5... <laughs> Crossed over to a BGS 9.5. A whole grade up. Went wow. the other way. That's backwards. Wow. Yeah, yeah, So, what do you guys think? BGS is still better than PSA? I don't know. Let me see if I can find another one. Here we go. Looks like someone cracked. Oh, that doesn't read out anywhere. Yeah, what does that say? He's just say? backwards. That's just, okay. Here's another guy. Here's, so here's some instances where, look at this. His 9.5 made a 10 here. All right. 9.5, no grade. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. 9.5, didn't make it. 9.5, didn't make it. 9.5, didn't make it. Here's a 9.5 that made a 10. Here's a 9.5 that made a 10. So look at that. One, two, one, two, three, four. Five, six. So actually, no, wait. So five out of two, four, six, eight. Five out of eight didn't make it cross over to 10. Yeah. Only three 9.5s made it. Terrible turnaround. That's less than half. That's less than a 50% success rate. Terrible. <clears throat> Some guy had a huge list in here. Look at this. 
Look at this list. This is a 14 card submission here. 9.5 did not cross. 9.5 did not cross. 9.5 did not cross. BGS 9 did not cross to a 9. 9.5 crossed to a 10. There's one. 9.5, no 10. 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 Look at this. It's just the list. One guy crossed. One cross out of a 14 card order. Needless to say, I was disappointed. I wasn't expecting all to cross, but I was thinking I would get at least four. Thanks, PSA, for giving me one cross for 750. It's, it's not PSA's fault. It's no, the it's standards not. that they have set forth do not meet up with other brands. And this is what I've been trying to tell you guys. This is why, this is why I love PSA. I don't care what you like. But I like what they have because they have very clear standards on what they want on their cards. And I think when people when people try to make up isms or norms, right? So there's people in the BGS community that say, hey, they BGS grades harder. We got the black label. We got this. Those are all isms and norms. But when you look at this true stats here, it's a bunch of hocus pocus. They're just, they're just, they say that so that they can sell to you, right? These guys, um, these guys, you know, it's a great selling point. If you, if you tell a newbie, Hey, we grade harder than PSA, a newbie who's got an ego is gonna be like, I want to go with that. I want to go with that. That sounds great. Not knowing that they're, they're never going to get what, you know. Yeah. This guy just said, my thoughts, my thoughts are, if not at least minimum true gem, then don't even bother. Yep. If still slapped better chance. You if, got a crack and sub, yeah. Yeah, better chance, better chance for you to crack and sub. Even so, the gym, the true gym plus is success rate is under forty percent. Yeah, that's crazy. And this is this is just stats, guys. These are these are just random dudes. It's not it's not biased. Here's what a BGS right here? nine that came back a nine. PSA what is that nine. right there? What is that right there? This is not PSA. Not PSA, but this may help a bit. Card started out a BRCR9. And came back as a 9, I think? Came back as a BGS9. Not sure. I don't know how he read that. That's weird. That was a weird... Yeah, what? what? <laughs> Here's a guy that did one, too. He has a whole chart of his 20-something card order. Of... Yeah, it's like an Excel chart. Yeah, he did an Excel spreadsheet. Um... These are mainly sports cards. Someone said the heck is BCR. BGS nine does not cross the nines. Don't do it. You know, and you know, it's, it's really, it comes down to what you like to each his own. Crossovers are a joke and a waste of money. <laughs> but the thing is guys, what I'm trying to say is, um, I think you need to stop listening to the norms and the isms and the opinions of people. Start looking at the facts. Start looking at what's actually going on. People that are actually going through the motions, right? Uh, because I would love, I would love to see the Digimon community, the community that's all BGS, try. Just go ahead and attempt to send your stuff to PSA. Because if these guys, if all these guys, these guys that don't know each other are on a forum telling what happened, I have a feeling you're not going to do too well. And that's not, that doesn't mean I wish you the worst. What it means is I wish you would be more honest to people about your grades. And stop trying to lie about how good Beckett is over PSA. Because pretty much what, what the synopsis here is, if you don't have a black label, 
you don't have jack and you right. possibly have something less than than a PSA 9 right that's, that's what we're getting at so it's not so much a hate thing right it's just the truth guys so there you go who would you grade with beckett versus PSA now if you like subgrades go with beckett if you like the way that the the glass looks the slab cuz it's kind of clear has a more square bulky look go with beckett and it also could be one of those things where if I graded with Beckett from day one, I would probably be a Beckett guy. But I graded with PSA from day one. I like my experience. I've never had bad experiences with them. I'm going to keep going that way. I got OCD. I need all, I need all PSA slabs. Yep. Yeah, I'll go BGS. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> You've never done that. All right. So yeah. there you guys go. Um, I want to know you guys' thoughts on the cord because this is... It's yeah, you know what's funny subject. is like I have one BGS slab. I have <coughs> yeah, one. I have, I have like one BGS slab. It's a nine point five um, Rainbow Birds from Hidden Fates. Hmm. Like, and I and I bought it. And this is the funny thing: it's a nine point five. My only BGS slab. I bought it for like forty bucks. Hmm. It's like, you know, it's like I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna pass that up. 40, <clears throat> 40 bucks, like what? And the card itself at that time was selling for like twenty five or something like that. So. so Food for thought, guys. Don't use your hearts. Use your brains. Look at the stats. That's all I'm saying is look at the numbers. If the data does not support your opinion, you have to look at things from a, an objective standpoint. Right? Okay. Hi, sale of the week for Digimon. Here we go. You already know we were going to talk about this guy. Mm-hmm. He's back again. America Mon. Patriot Mon. He sold for 700 bucks. Wait a minute. Just That's three not weeks $1,900. Ago. Yeah, just three weeks ago, we were saying it was $1,900. That's not $1,300. That's 50. Yeah. yeah. That's that, not a grand. That is almost, that is about <laughs> 30% of the highest price it was three weeks ago. Yeah, I wanted to get down <clears throat> to that three. Maybe $300. $300. Here's the thing. Double Diamond has not even officially released yet. It releases on the 26th. Oh, wow. Wow. Um. JT found a Facebook listing. The guy's trying to sell one for 600 Oh, yeah. Let's keep doing that. Now, here's... What did I say? What? Mm. Let's keep doing that. I always get mad when I know I'm right. I was, I was, I'm like, mm. What did I tell you guys? I said, look, let's let the UK stuff, the international stuff go through, right? It's going to sell for 1100 1300 1900 whatever. That's cool because no one has it yet. There's going to be people try to rush to the market, get the first 10 that's cool. I think it's cool. If I had money, I'd do it too. But what did I say? Upon release week, it's going to cut 50%. We aren't even at release week. It's already lost more than 50% value. And where, what did I say? I said, I said one of two things. I said, <clears throat> if this thing isn't a case hit or as rare as a Starlight, this is going to float around that $150 to $200 price point, just like any other secret rare would. That's where, that's where I think it lands. And as time goes, he could get down to 90 to maybe 110, 125. He could be like that. Now, the other option is he is indeed a case hit, maybe one and two case hit, and he sells like a Starlight Rare, and he'll float from 300 to 600. Just like Yu-Gi-Oh! <clears throat> so, that is still, that is still my prediction. I stand, I stand true to that. I haven't changed my opinion on it at all. I haven't bought one at all because I think you can wait. I also think that the Japanese one is still the superior card to buy, and I would much rather get that myself. Yeah. Um, that sucks for anyone who bought it 
for $1,600 thinking that I'm going to grade the first 10. And even if you do grade the first 10 at $1,600, you bought it. Say you <clears> bought <throat> it for a grand. Yeah. To get it graded express like you would want to, you would have to do like the $300 one, right? <clears throat> um, to be like the first on the market. Oh, yeah. If you want it super express, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You'd need like 300 bucks. So now you're $1,300 in. <clears throat> you This guy bought one for 700 bucks. He could express it and still beat you. Express it and still beat you, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Because you that, might not that's even. That's where the undercutting. You might starts. end up getting a. You might get a nine. That's where the undercutting starts. Hey, my cost of goods is cheaper than you, so I can sell cheaper than you, and I win, and the customer wins. So, for anyone out there that may have bought this at a thousand bucks or higher than that, e, I were, yeah, that sucks because you're gonna have to list that thing high. Guys, I'm rooting for Omnimon. But again, I have to take my heart out of this. I'm rooting for him to be 300 bucks. I have to take my heart out of this. There is no evidence that Digimon, Digimon, has ever done any of this. There's no evidence that they have a Starlight rarity in the last six sets. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. let's, let's see what happens when, pe- when this stuff hits the U.S. on the 26th. Let's give it a week or two. Let's give it three months. Let's see what happens. I absolutely want one. I would love to pull one. I'd be thrilled. Yeah, what was that last really unique card we saw? The X antibody Omnimon. Yep. Super unique card that, that they haven't thrown in one of those in, mm-hmm. in the sets. People pull them like candy. People pull them like candy. Yep. Yep. So, I'm not a hater. I'm just being real with you guys. I, I, I want one. I really want the Japanese one. You know what? And the cool thing, too, is crazy that... Crazy rare. The cool thing, too, is that the mm-hmm. uh, quality control on these cards isn't the best. Like, Digimon isn't the best. Modern yeah. Digimon right, is right, the right, best right, on, right. on quality control. So, you know, scoring a 10, even if this card is not that great of a hit, they are giving out like candy. Scoring a 10 is still going to be hard. Still a great feat. Yeah, and it's still going to be something that's, yeah. I don't know, worth talking about. America, come on. There he goes. Highest sale. We only one bid. That could that could have been a, a shield bid or something. Yusamon. But uh, I have a feeling if that was the cheapest one out there, someone won. All right, guys, here we go. We're getting into Dragon Ball. We haven't changed our uh, sample, so we're just going to get flagged again. It doesn't Don't even matter. To. Here Don't we need go. To. All right. Dragon Ball, here we go. That's not what I wanted. I just told it. I am falling asleep on you guys there we go dragon ball there it is i got a i got a new segment here you guys tell me if you like it same maker different tcg yeah bandai killing it um remember a few weeks back i had a high hopes for this card remember when we did a quick run through the prices i said hey you know what this i could totally see this one being the best card in the set um but i also thought that maybe the villain version with Rosé on it would have been a good sleeper because it was like ranked fourth. Yeah. You know, I I like that one better than this one. So let me know if you guys like this. We might do it more often. This is Dragon Ball, but we're going to call today's segment ripping or tripping. Are you ripping or are you tripping? Right. So what does that mean? That means, hey, is this set something worth ripping into ripping into or you should not be ripping this and you tripping ripping or tripping. Here we go. Uh, We're going to go to the the price guide. We're going to take a quick look. And what's going on with this game? So here we go. Oh, I just closed it right out. Here we go. We got the Saiyan Showdown price guide for Dragon Ball. This is the newest set dropped on the 5th. Organize it by price. 
There you go. We got Pan, Pam, at two hundred fifty-eight bucks, and we're about a we're about two weeks we after called, release. We called that one. We're like we're like didn't we, we say it? that we were like, hey, this for no reason is going to be an expensive card. We did. Yep, for no reason is going to be an expensive card. Exactly yep. what we said. So now look at this. The Vermilion Saiyans performed way better than I thought. It is showing at two forty-six right now. Now it's only been out for two weeks, so you know this this price could drop. I think but that's because it's this. the only sick card in there. Look at that. Besides market, the villain one. Market is 246 and people are selling them for 200 ish I think it's a great card. It's one of my favorite cards from this set. Um, so we were, like we, were, we were on the money with that. Going back, I'm not a huge fan of this pan, but we knew because it was, you know, a chick. Pan Pam. We knew it was waifu. We, it was just gonna. It was gonna happen. The Wicked Sands. That's probably dope. I didn't see it going up to two fifty eight, but hey, I mean, we were on it. Wicked Sands number three, which is good. We we called that. You know, being like a being a sleeper type of card. If you didn't want those two, this is the one to get. There you go at, at one ninety, and this is the one with all the the Goku Rose. Yeah, yeah, that one's tight. Turles, Bur- Brawly, Raditz. Yeah, uh, one forty five. Or 190s market, and then uh, listed median is 163. Nice. I like that one. That's dope. <clears throat> um, but so far, it seems like a good rip. I mean, the secret rares are performing very well. Yeah, but those secret rares are hard to get. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Um, but this is good. You, got, you, have three, you have four cards here. All, the, all four secret rares are over 100 bucks. How long does that last? I have no idea. You know what I mean? I have no idea. Uh, then the Radiant Saiyans, that's with, uh, that's with Kefla and them, right? Yeah. 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 Not a we fan said that, of that We card. said that was an okay card. <clears throat> right, and what do you know? It's the bottom one. Right. There was a Vegeta the that I to look not at. not getting a lot of... Brawly uh, SPR, yeah, he's only eight bucks. So again, but I said... Sleeper. I, I said, yeah, he's going to be a sleeper. Forbidden Power, I think, is going to be a sleeper, too. That statistically, has- Brawly does well. And I, I wouldn't be surprised... In six to nine months, that Brawly is doing better than some of these other cards. Wouldn't be surprised at all. That's kind of how Brawly is. He's real quiet, and then next thing you know, you're like, wait, why is, whoa, 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 what's going on? Someone graded this? It's 800 bucks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It just happens that way. Yeah. Uh, Hit, he's actually doing pretty pretty good. But this is the one that I picked. This was my sleeper, was Vegeta, the Omnipotent Elite. SPR, got the old school art of Vegeta. It's selling for seven bucks. Um, this is a great card. You get two, three, four copies of, and grade it. <laughs> Not a fan. You don't like that? That's, every, from, the, that's every, from the Saiyan saga. I know, but every every time he does that pose, he gets wrecked. Remember we <laughs> talked about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time he hits that Gallic gun, he's getting wrecked. So he's like, I'm going to end you with this this last blast, and done. And he's like, this is the last one. Final flash. And no, so you're done. You got you got one. Two, three, four, five, six. You got seven cards in the double digit price range. You got four or no and then you got four in the in a three digit price range. Um <clears throat> let's see. I'm going unpopular opinion. I'm gonna say you're tripping that you you were in a get this. No, I, I kind of agree. Yeah. Um unless you love Dragon Ball, right? Unless you love Dragon Ball. And it depends on much you I don't know how much the boxes are going for. That's the big point part too. You know? If you if you can buy a box for eighty bucks, I don't see why you can't rip. 
No, I still think you're you're tripping with that because you think about the say you're gonna you're gonna only gonna pull SPRs, right? Don't oh, let's not say you're gonna pull an SCR. Yeah, yeah, you only yeah. pull you pull two SPRs. You're, you're which ones you getting? You're screwed. You got you made twelve bucks, right? You made sixteen bucks point. off your eighty. It's like That's hey, let's go take thirty more and go buy you know the lowest grade secret rare. You know, take another hundred dollars and go buy the you know, Vermilion Sands, mm. and then you're done with the set, yep. you know? No, and that, that's that's something I thought about, too. Yeah. For it being Sane Showdown, this is a sorry set, for sure. So, there you go, guys. There's our synopsis. I think if you... Okay, here's here it is. I got it. If you're ripping into this set to pull the secrets, you're tripping. 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 Just go buy it, right? A case is going to cost you, you know, what, 700 bucks? Why not just buy two of your favorite secret rares and you're still like saving money? Yeah, even if you were to buy a case, you'd only complete 75, 75% of this. Mm. And seeing that there's four secret rares, you're only going to get two of them. So that's a, that's a good point. The SPRs are not performing well enough at this if point. If there was one that was in the hundreds, maybe, but there's not. Mm. Mm. Good point. So you're tripping. Yep. All right, I like that. I agree. <clears throat> I agree. I look at Yu-Gi-Oh the same way. But I still way. think it's a good rip, though. I look at Yu-Gi-Oh the same way. If the ultra rares, if depend, the ultra really, rares and the secrets can, this one, can add up to the amount of the cost yeah. of the box, then yes, I will. So rip. it's not a knockout. It's not a knockout by any means. But I mean, if you found a box at retail at your local card store and you just want to open some Dragon Ball, heck yeah, I would open oh, it. Yeah, dude. Dragon Ball is always fun to open yeah, up. It's like great. You, you can never go wrong. If you're like, I don't know if I want to go Yu-Gi-Oh! or in it for the value, Pokemon, though. you're like, there's no fusion strike. There's no celebrations. There's no, you if know, you're burst value of destiny. collecting. This is a tough one. I say you go this. If I'm at the store and I don't know what to buy, I'm buying Dragon Ball. That's what I'm doing. Oh, for sure. All the time. That's what I do. It's just my like, oh, I don't. Wild card pick. Yeah, I don't see any Yu-Gi-Oh I like. I don't see any Pokemon Dragon I like. Ball. Okay, Dragon Ball. I like that. Yep. That sounds good to me. Okay. Let's get into the Dragon Ball highest sale of the week. That's, I still like that Super Saiyan 4 card, by the way. I like the villain one. Dope. Hey, and I... Again, I think it's a great sleeper card. I think the the rose card can outpace these ones. I don't know what it is. This is see that that card right there. I know we're not talking Dragon Ball anymore, but well, we are still, but not this. Anyways, I think this card here is the perfect like example of too much going on in a mm. card. The villain one, it looks more put together, like better. I don't know what it is, but this maybe this is too symmetrical. Yeah, I think it's too symmetric. It looks too like they put too perfect. They try to put too much on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they try to make it sick, and it's like. Mm. No, I'm not digging like the different colors too. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't be crying if one fell on my lap. Yeah, I wouldn't either. All right. Highest sale of the week for Dragon Ball. Guess what, Nick? We used 130 point again. Uh, this is a Dragon Ball Super sealed boxes. BT1 to BT11 plus TB1, TB2, TB3. Best offer was accepted at 11,000 euros, which is about $12,000. 12,000 and some change. This guy did good. Yeah, great. Because, <clears throat> you know, Tournament of Power, TB1 or whatever is... Five. Um, no, it, it's like anywhere from like 1,800 to 2,500. Wait, what am I thinking is five then? The, the Goku that's inside there? The Goku that's inside there. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's a great card. Um, or a great, great set here of boxes. I would love to have those boxes on these shelves. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that dude, um, that's crazy. I think that's pretty darn good. I, I mean, I feel like you always make out like if you if you have the money to put up like for stuff like this. Yeah, you're if you have the money to put up for stuff like this, 
you're definitely like doing well because mm. this guy bought the terminal power. He bought assault the sands. He bought, uh, all the boxes that have like serious bangers 11, and yeah. hitters, like all of them. I don't know. It's crazy. Good stuff. I mean, that's how many booster boxes. That's uh, 11, 12, 13, 14 boxes. So he's paying a less, he's paying less than a thousand dollars a box on average. So if you look at it that way, that's got pretty a, good then, yeah. that means he got a discount on Tournament of Power. He bought Market at Assault of the Saiyans, and then he kind of overpaid for other ones here and there. But some boxes are eight, nine hundred bucks. So he's like right on the money. Overpaid yeah. for some, underpaid for some. Yep, yep, yep. If you look at the averages. So there you guys go for Dragon Ball this week. <clears throat> I'm about to like choke right now. I freaking I just I just need throat uh, out. I just need like to have all those boxes and then have like an opening spree. <laughs> Let's just go through a Dragon Ball Z timeline. That would be nuts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's see what we get. That would be crazy. All right. And now we're getting into Yu-Gi-Oh. Here we go. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Yu-Gi-Oh! High Sell of the Week. Let's go. Here we go. Um, I didn't do no uh, one iota, 130. Uh, <laughs> this one was just... Oh, 130 point? Yeah, 130 point. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nick. I will try to impress next time. Mm. Um, anyways. Mm. Oh, my gosh. High sell of the week. Whoa. Yeah. This one's dope because we've talked about this set a lot. This is Dark Magician Girl MFC. We're going to open that tonight, by the MFC way. MFC 000 Secret Rare First Edition Yu-Gi-Oh! Gem Mint PSA 10. Chase, I promise. Hold on. This is sick. So this is Dark Magician Girl from uh, Magician's Force. Um, Chase, I promise a, we will open this tonight. It's a super expensive set. Yes, that's the Korean. That's the Korean edition of the set. It's what Dark Paladin came in. And there's Dark all, Magician Girl. And Dark Magician Girl. And there's another massive banger in there. And I can't believe we'll I'm open it tonight. It. I promise. Um, but yeah, Magician's Force had a ton, a ton of bangers. Um, this is without a doubt not surprising. Twenty legendary set. Twenty thousand dollars for a PSA ten Dark Magician from a legendary set. Um, I don't think you could touch a booster box, an English booster box, for under like eight, eight to ten. Holy. So, if you were to open up a booster box, you might end up getting a Dark Paladin and this Dark Magician girl. Mm, so right, because they're two different rarities, right? Yeah, that's an Ultra, mm-hmm. and then the other's a Secret. No, <laughs> no, 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 they're the same. Oh, okay. Same, same rarity. So, <clears throat> like, you could pull. Multiple rarities, two secrets. Yeah, you end up pulling two two ultras, you know, and in the and then you could be your dark magician girl and your dark paladin, mm. and still pull a secret, which is nuts, you know. Wow, just a loaded that would set, be a hell of a box. Yeah, it would. Um, but anyways, super dope. Um, two hundred one dollars for shipping. That's just horrid. But twelve bids. This tells you that dark magician girl is a popular card. A lot of people are looking at this, and that means twelve people were willing to pay. Five digits for this PSA 10 card. So if you guys see Magician's Force sitting out there, I would say grab it. Um, anything. I literally have Magi- Magician's Force um, I'm jealous slabs of the Dark Paladin. In my, in my watch list. Like they're just sitting there. I'm watching them just because they're Magician's Force slabs. I want slabs. Dark Paladin. Yeah. I want your Dark Paladin. <laughs> yeah. I want the Dark Paladin you have. That's a, that's a grail. That's hard. It's PSA 8. Yeah. I don't know when I'll that's get rid of That's probably his rarest card. I think so. I think so. Thanks, Ace. Appreciate you, man. Thanks, Jesse. <sighs> Timing was nuts on that one. Yeah, okay. super sick. All right, what guys. Are you talking about <clears throat> topic for the week. We're talking my Ooh. favorite cards, hands down, Ooh. my favorite cards of um, all time. But we're gonna be talking about the ones that don't mm. get very much attention. Um, 
This isn't necessarily like the sleeper um, picks for heart of the cards. This is more just me wanting to bring attention to collector rares because I feel like there's a stigma out there for people who don't know that aren't in Yu-Gi-Oh yet. They're like they hear us talk about collector rares. They hear us talk about starlights. They they think of them as like these like crazy pools that you're not going to be able to get. Rarest you know, thing. yeah, they're, they're not these rarest things. Yeah, the rarest things since whatever since sliced bread. But here are some collector rares that are. Under $100, so all, what, seven of these collector rares are here and more are under 100 bucks. So these are just the ones that I put up here. Oh. Um, but these are under $100. So we have Toon Harpy Lady, which is a just a classic, classic card. Um, and you guys can already see, like, that super sick texture and, like, that prismatic hollow around the borders and on the attributes and all that stuff. Super sick. Um, this came from Toon Chaos. Toon Chaos was the very first set to introduce um, collector rares from the OCG. So uh, the collector rare rarity was only um, in the OCG, and it came out during the <clears throat> Zexel the Zexel era. Mm, so Toon um, Chaos was the first, and Toon Chaos was the very first English TCG set to yeah, I remember that uh, introduce uh, collector they put rares. The, put the little logo on the box. New yeah. rarity, yeah. <clears throat> so for Chaos Datalist, which is also a Toon Chaos, and Toon Book. Toon Bookmark, which is That's also Toon Chaos. That's a great card. Those three cards right there are all under 100 bucks, and they're the first collector rares that came out, and they're iconic cards. Like, look at Toon Bookmark. Look at the way that thing is shining and the texture and everything on it. It's amazing. Yeah, that's from a scan, too. We, yeah, from a scan. And when, we talk, when I talk about texture on Yu-Gi-Oh cards, it's crazy. The, 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 it's not just the same texture, pattern. same pattern. They do something different for each one. Yeah. And they make it really, really pop. And that prismatic, like, hollow on the borders, it just does it right. Um, I really, really enjoy these cards. And I think if you guys go out and you go get yourself a $30 or a $40 collector rare, as soon as it comes in your hand, it's mail day, and you rip open that envelope and you pull that card out, you're going to be amazed. Even if it's a $30 collector rare, you're going to be like, what? You've never even opened up Yu-Gi-Oh! in your life? As a collector, you will see it and you'll be like, holy crap. This is a sick card. Pictures online, these pictures here, don't do collector rares justice. Oh, for sure. At all. I love mine. Get one in your hands because I'm telling you, as a collector from to another collector, all you guys out there listening, this right, right here is something you don't want to miss. They're going to they're gonna hit some crazy highs. They're only low because people are trying to get into this TCG. They're trying to learn all the rarities. They're trying to, you know, oh, a collector rare. It's real easy to, to take that, put it on eBay, market it, sell it. It's real easy. This is like a easy thing for scalpers and everyone to try to jump on, but it's also a very easy thing for collectors to be able this, to like, hey, you have something that you don't want. You think that's only worth twenty dollars. You think it's only worth thirty bucks. When a it would take you at least two booster boxes to get one collector rare. So remember, that would cost you one hundred sixty bucks <clears throat> at the release of a booster box. It would cost think, you one hundred sixty bucks to get one collector rare. Look at look at it like this. I think a very good comparison. Remember last fall when we were talking about shining Lugias and he was 20, 25 bucks, right, maybe right, 30 right, bucks. Right. Yeah. You grade them. You can turn them into a $1,100 bill. Mm -hmm. This is that same concept for Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. And people do not have not appreciated them yet. And a lot Some of, of people do. don't, and a lot of people don't grade them either. <clears throat> That's, right. um, I want to tag on to Danny's like, they don't appreciate them. It's like a lot of people don't grade them either, which is like, what? You won't see a lot of graded slabs for these collector rares. Right. And it's like, Why? Because because people think that they're twenty thirty dollars raw, they're not worth grading. That they're not the chase card. They're not a, a Stardust Dragon. They're not a um, 
tomb black luster soldier or whatever they're not these like uh chaos emperor dragon that they're not these crazy chases that they don't the deserve most common cards that everyone knows yeah. yeah they're not they don't deserve to be graded it's like no these are just I bet, just, it, just like we talked about starlights how you can find easy. starlights for under 150 bucks yeah you could chase the rarity <clears throat> you know you could find one of these grade it get an eight nine or better and you're talking you bought a card for 40 bucks you could express it for 190 or you know 150 that puts you at 190 if you grade a nine you're already going to be selling at four something yeah for sure for sure and nobody's really gonna be able to nobody's tell you doing you can't yeah. because one the pop is super low and two yep. there's not very many listings for psa or graded collector rares out there yep even graded starlights you might find like three mm-hmm. three listings maybe even two you know so again don't be shy with so these collector rares if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh guy you need to go back to the shining lugia episode this is that same feeling. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I believe that for sure. And there'll, there'll be a time when these will be worth more. And then people are like, dang, I can't buy them anymore. Like shining Lugia is over like 125 bucks raw. Now there's a time there's, there's, there's time now where like OTS, I don't know what OTS pack we're on 16, 17, something like that. Maybe 15. Make it. They have a new rare. Um, no, they have ultimate rares in there. Oh, ultimate rares are, are basically what a collector is kind of like, uh, made from you know that's where yeah. it gets all of its like inspiration and so ultimate rares just go and look at ultimate rare prices they are out the roof mm-hmm. out the roof and most of the ultimate rare cards that are out the roof are throwback cards almost all collector rare cards are throwbacks in some type of way mm-hmm. they took some meta card from another booster box threw it as a collector rare they took a card from the show made a collector rare they took a super super popular card from from an old set, threw it as a collector rare, you know? I'm t- I, I honestly think Yu-Gi-Oh! is just priced lower because it's so meta. There's a lot of competitive... There's actual a lot of actual competitive, pl- competitive players. And two, resellers don't understand the rarities. So they can't get a grasp on this stuff. It's not like Pokemon. So I'm saying they're like... Pokemon, you pull a rainbow, gold, or, you know, whatever other rarity, you know, waifu. And it's like, oh, 200 bucks. Easy. Where here, it's like... Hmm, this is a collector rare. What is this? They don't know what they're looking at. Wait, right. What's a what's a what's an ultimate rare? What's this rare? What's this rare? It just throws them so off. So much to figure out. Yeah, it scares people away. But yeah. if you can give time to the hobby, figure it out. It pays its dues. Yeah, and I've just never understood. Like, let's just put it in this in this light. If none of this makes sense to you, we'll just put it in this light. I've never understood. If you're a scalper, if you're just a collector, you go and you buy a box of. Toon Chaos, you go buy a box of King's Court, you go buy a box of Genesis Impact, Ancient Guardians, for 80 Ancient bucks, oranges. 80, 90 bucks at your local card store, right? 80, 90 bucks when it first comes out. Mm-hmm. And you go and you pull a Nightmare Unicorn, or you go and you pull the Alistair, the Invoker of Madness, or you pull a, uh, an Imperial Bower. And that box costed you 80 to 90 dollars. And you get a collector rare and you say, oh man, everyone else online selling it for 20 bucks. I'm going to sell mine for 20 bucks too. You're telling me you're okay with just taking a $60 loss? Just taking an L. Just taking an L off. <clears throat> Screw it. I just lost 60. Right. What? That doesn't make any that doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, we lost our camera. Oh, um, no. That doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? Why If Go that's ahead, if that's the if that's the rarity to get in the box, right? Cuz that's normally what it is. Like the collector rare is the rarity to get in a box. Mm-hmm. Um why would you sell for anything less than what the cost of the box would be? Nobody would be able to get that card if they didn't buy a box. Right. You know? 
So it's like, why would you, why would you sell it for anything less than that? And maybe I'm ruining the whole, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh market here, but it's a collector rare and it's meant for collectors. And if you want to bling out your Yu-Gi-Oh deck while you're, you know, playing people in tournaments, then yeah, you're going to have to, and you want all collector rares, then yeah, you're going to have to pay a little bit more. And I think that that's okay. You know what I mean? I think if you're big on collecting, you're big on Yu-Gi-Oh, you want to up your collection. I think collector rares are where you should definitely go because they're seriously underrated. Um, seriously slept on and you can find some really good ones for under a hundred bucks. Like these seven right here, they're all under a hundred bucks. Like that's crazy. Alistair, Alistair, the invoker of madness. I think he's like down to like 30 bucks. He was like 70 bucks at one time. He's down to like 30 now. And nightmare unicorn. It's like 40 bucks. I didn't bucks. even know he had a collector's rare. I think I have the ultimate of that. Yeah. Uh, nightmare unicorn. It's like 40 bucks. Um, this white card, you, you Sartic serpentine. Oh, uh, he's like, 35 bucks tune bookmark 45 bucks imperial bower uh 25 bucks chaos daedalus 45 bucks wow tune harpy lady 50 bucks what okay okay what are we what that's crazy you could buy two for the cost of one one booster box one modern booster box right now and those are the chase chases yeah that's what you're gonna that's what you need to get yeah that's what you need to get so <clears throat> if you guys don't like them, I don't know what to tell you. I think they're super sick. This next slide is just the breakdown of all oh, of the uh, Oh, there's Yu-Gi-Oh. the guy. But this is the, there's guy. the guy. If you guys didn't know, this is like I want to put up a big good picture of a collector rare. This is a collector rare in all of its glory. This is the guy, Black Luster Soldier. Some people will say it's Chaos Emperor Dragon. Some people say it's Stardust Dragon. That's the guy. I don't care. Black Luster Soldier, Envoy of the Beginning. In a collector rare from Toon Chaos is the one to have for sure. Like, look at it. Look at the texture on it. Look at the texture. Look at the, the hollow on the borders. Look at the hollow on the texture in the look middle the of the card. Dude, he's got a sword. Character. Like, all of it is just crazy. Look at, look at the, the, the border around the text box. That's hollow, too. The border around the text oh, box yeah. is hollow and textured. That yeah. little thin border. Yeah. What, Yu-Gi-Oh? Talk about detail. That's nuts. That's nuts. So I love that card. Yeah, super sick. It's it's all the way up into the stars. It's all the way up into the light attribute up in the top right corner. These cards are nuts. I mean, you just, I don't know. You can't beat them. I love them so much. Insane. I, I seriously, I, I love Collector Rare so much. And uh, I might have one for you in a trade. Not that one. Yeah, oh, we can do that. I think for I got sure. a Meteor. I'm trading. I'm trading for whatever collector rare. Anyone in the Discord, you guys got collector rares? I'm trading for them. I got a Drayton Meteor. You, yeah, I'll trade for it, 100. Mm. Um, but yeah, you guys have any collector rares? Hit me up on the Discord. Hey, no gimmicks. I'm always interested. I might already have it, so then I won't be interested because uh, <laughs> I do have a lot. But I think it's a Genesis Impact, the one I have. Genesis Impact is. I think Genesis Impact is the one I have least of. Yeah, I think I I gave my only collector rare yeah. to uh to Nasty Nate. Mm. It was I think it was Alistair the Invoker of Madness. Ooh, what I gave him that one, yeah. Oh, it was blue and red, and oh <clears throat> man, I was like, this is dope. Uh, but he gave me those uh those Dragon Ball promos, the ones that go oh, together. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was like, dude, I, that's, that's crazy. I, 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 those are still dope. Um, so here we go. Collector rares, you're gonna you're gonna, gonna want to focus on minty. Pack fresh collector rares under 120. That's what's underrated. That's what's going to get you your most money if you have to turn around and sell these cards or if you want to get them graded. 
that's what's going to have the most return possible. Minty pack fresh collector rares. No light play. No no description if it's near mint or mint yeah. or pack fresh. No no, no if condition in the photos. No if it's uh just in a sleeve taken with a picture just in a sleeve. Like you're gonna want the ones that you could tell someone put some thought mm. into putting mm-hmm, it away. Mm-hmm. That's gonna tell you that thing's pack fresh. Give you the best chance because we want to aim for nines and tens on these. Just yeah, as a collector, that's what you want to do. So uh, these sets are Toon Chaos. That's T O C H. Oh, you guys can read them. Uh, Toon Chaos. That's Chaos Daedalus and Toon Harpy Lady and Toon Bookmark. Genesis Impact. Alistair the Invoker of Madness and Nightmare Unicorn. Ancient Guardians. Um, this is one of the che- one of the cheapest sets to get collector rares from. Is Ancient Guardians. Um, I think the most expensive one is the uh, Dino Wrestler. I want to get that one. King's Court. Tops or whatever. Yeah. King's Court. Uh, KICO. Imperial Bower, even Joker's Knight, which is the the guy on the front of the box. Yeah. He's he's forty bucks. So Queen's Knight, forty bucks. King's Knight, thirty five bucks. Like we're talking we're talking about old throwback cards for thirty, forty bucks in a collector rare rarity. Mm. I don't know, man. That's just that's a no brainer for me. I hope it's a no brainer for you guys. I hope you guys really enjoyed. Uh, learning about collector rares and getting to see this one up close and personal. Um, I don't think a lot of people know exactly what it, a collector rare is. They're sick. They're just sick. I mean, we talk about them all the time, and I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to talk about them all the time because this is my favorite card. These are my favorite cards, hands down. Indeed, I go hard on collector rare sets. Yeah, and it's, it's not even just because the, the name. Most Yu-Gi-Oh I buy. It's not even just like the when name. When I find out there's collector rares in a new set, I'm like, I'm going. I'm gonna buy that one. So I haven't bought I haven't bought a lot of burst of uh, Destiny because it's Starlight. I don't really hunt Starlights. I go for these all day though. Oh yeah, yeah, <clears throat> and and they're like one they're like one in every two boxes. You get one in every yeah. two boxes, and if you were to buy a case, you normally get three to four. Hmm. So Not I've bad. opened up a lot of sets of uh, of collector rare sets, and that's what my statistic my statistic has been. So not bad. Nice. All right. Here we go, TCG Battle Royale. Let's get it. Last segment of the night. Let's go. All right. We got some new ones. Boom. TCG Mm. Battle Royale. Top four. We got a new winner this week. I'll explain why, because remember, we just did tripping and ripping, ripping and tripping. Doesn't seem right, right? But we're, we're going to explain. <clears throat> so, number four this week, Digimon Battle of Omni. Released August 6th. It's the oldest set out right now for uh, amongst these guys. Uh, it's a great set to rip. You're going to pull an Omnimon <laughs> if you buy a box. Um, it's not too expensive, right? You can get a box for less than 90 bucks, I think. Um, you can pretty much get any of the rarest cards in there. For less than you know 90 bucks so you can get pretty much a hit you know for the price of a box it's not bad but it gets it gets kind of old after a while especially because we've been waiting for double diamond everyone's already on to the next thing um so it's still it's number four uh let's see what we'll, when we rip some double diamond up here i'll give you guys my synopsis then um pokemon fusion strike released uh last week 10 days ago it's number three why is it number three what well, was number two, but think about this. You're paying 90 plus dollars for one of these boxes, probably a little over a hundred. 
of right, these boxes, like 110. the best hit you can get is $150. Now, the same mindset that we played with, with Dragon Ball earlier, right? So there's four cards that are over 150 bucks in Dragon Ball. You got 150, uh, 100 some, 160, 170, and then you got 250 and 270 or something like that, right? Those are, those are pretty high prices for the Dragon Ball stuff, considering a box is 80 bucks. But Pokemon, their boxes aren't as cheap. They usually on debut they they cost more. Like they should be eighty four dollars retail or whatever. They're already like ninety something. You know what I mean? So they, yeah. they charge you more. And even if you pull the best card, it's not even as much as you would make if you were to pull a secret rare out of Saiyan Showdown. So that's why it's number three this week, um, because the risk to reward, eh? Yeah, and it's got you, great and Pokemon you can pull, in there. Uh, does it? Yeah, it's I like think Gengar, the Gengar, Gengar, Mew, <clears throat> you know. Gengar's uh, cool. Espeon. Mew's getting milked right now, so. The Gengar's the sweetest card in there, the, yeah. in my opinion. But again, he's only, you know, $100-something, and he's going to go down. He looks like that thing, I don't know, you don't know, but he looks like, for all my, my anime guys out there, he looks like that thing from Naruto, the pain, the uh, gates of hell, like, pain guy. That's what, that's what Gengar looks like in the VMAX. So, <clears throat> I'm... I haven't opened any Fusion Strike myself, but it's number three this week because I think the next two sets still have more, right? If Okay. If you're playing on luck only and you think you're just going to pull the chase, right? It's going to lose to these guys because you can pull more value out of these. So definitely out of two for sure. Number two. Well, yeah, but we just looked at two. If you pull the rarest card in Dragon Ball versus the rarest card in Pokemon, you could buy... The rarest card in Dragon Ball is 270 right now versus the rarest card in Pokemon is 150. Almost two times the price for the same rarity or chase, right? Just different TCG. TCG. All right. So Yu-Gi-Oh! Burst of Destiny, number two, because you got the Starlights in there. There's two ways of playing this, right? You can go for the lottery play, open a box for cheap. They're 80 bucks, right? Go for the lottery play, get a Starlight. Or you would just pay for the price of a case and get a Starlight yourself. You could buy a case, or you could actually just go on eBay and get a Starlight for what three, four hundred. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm to your shots about three, four hundred bucks. So what I'm saying is, there's, there's you have options here. If you're a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, you're pretty much going to win either way. You the other the option you have too is that Burst of Destiny is super, super meta for whatever reason. The secret rares sell for like thirty to eighty bucks. Mm. And those are secret rares. You get two per box. Right. The ultra rares sell for anywhere from like 10 to 30. See. So and that's, and you get four of those per box. That's huge. Um, that's huge. So you're basically paying off the box every time. Right. So with the, the chance of a starlight. You know, and again, it, it really depends on your, your scope of what you're into. If you're just going to have fun, then you pick the TCG that you love the most. It doesn't matter how we rank these. But if you're value collecting, like you're like, dude, I love Yu-Gi-Oh!, I love Dragon Ball, I love Pokemon, I love Digimon. And you really, and you have limited money, you can't buy them all. You can't buy them all every time. Every quarter, you cannot buy every set. So that's why we analyze, okay, where would my money be best put giving me the most amount of joy and also giving me a shot at recuperating some cost because I'm running a system here where I use my collection to build my collection. Thinking about all those things, right? So Yu-Gi-Oh! number two, Number one, Saiyan Showdown. Why? Why? This could change very fast. Why? One, because it's the newest set out right now. Um, oh, it's not the newest. My bad. 
It came out the 5th of November. Um, but it's the newest set out with, how do I say this? It's the newest set out with the highest price chase, right? So the starlights are more rare, but it, it came out before. So that kind of a different conversation. But we just looked at the prices today. The top secret rare is going to get you around 250 to 270. The second best secret rare is going to be 240 to 260. The third best secret rare is around the 170 price point. And then the fourth is around 130, right? So the top four cards are all over $100 each. The difference is, is the pool rates are a little bit harder than Pokemon. So there's not a chance that you're going to get it. But if you do get it, you're pulling double the value, right? Um, also, the other thing to think about is Dragon Ball boxes are cheaper than Pokemon. It doesn't beat Yu-Gi-Oh! in price, but it's cheaper than Pokemon on most, on most you know, you see, I was I was teetering on on one and two because I was like, you know, I opened up some Burst of Destiny and I and I was like, hey, I really liked what I opened up, but the reason why I think it is, I think this is, I think this should stay, it is right because I think you would pull more, you would pull more cards from the Dragon Ball set that you would actually end up liking and maybe keeping. <clears throat> than your personal you, collection yeah then you would from burst of destiny burst right. of destiny is more of like you'd part it out you're parting it out every mm-hmm. time unless you're getting a starlight unless you get the starlight right, right. or mm-hmm. you're getting that destiny hero phoenix destroyer yep. so dragon ball dragon ball's got a little bit of everything it's got yeah we talked about it's that Chase, wild card play if you don't know what to buy you're probably gonna buy dragon ball because it's just fun it, yeah. the cards look like you're pulling something every time every time oh wow it looks awesome and the hitters that i like are cheap yeah, like the Brawly, yeah. the the uh, Vegeta, even though I talk crap, the Vegeta one <clears throat> the is Brawly, cool. The Vegeta. Uh, there's a Forbidden the Power Goku one, the Hit, yeah. Now, here's the, this is the other thing about Dragon Ball, is that those SPRs are low right now. Give it six to nine months, one of those may rise to be higher than a Secret Rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It always happens. Yep. It always happens. So give that time. That, that's another play that's in there. So you got the Secret Rares that are four times the price of one box. You got two Secret Rares that are... Four, 80 times, my bad, 80 times three. There's three times, 3x, 240 ish, 250, right? So you have two secret rares in the set that are about 3x the price of a box. You also have the SPRs that are sleepers that can, that can be, shoot, you could grade them and it could be, you know, hey, everyone wants that all of a sudden uh, and you got it for eight bucks, you know? Uh, the other part of that is it's a fun rip. If, you, if you're new to TCGs, um, it's a cheap box at 80 bucks that they don't really get marked up that much unless there's, if there was a bigger chase in here, it probably would, but these should sit around 80 to 90 bucks for a little bit. Uh, but on top of that, it looks like you're pulling heat all the time. And the last point that Devin made is that you're probably going to pull more cards in Dragon Ball than any of these other sets where you're like, I'm keeping this from the personal just because it looks cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I think that's a better trade off than just parting out versus right. destiny for Starlight. So it's got the fun. Yeah. It's got the rarity. Um, as it and it's still early. It's only been out for a week and a half. So the the secrets could tank and this could change everything. Yeah. But right now, after two weeks, it's sitting strong and this two of the secrets are doing better than we projected. Remember, we said they were gonna be up there, but I didn't think they were gonna be pushing the three hundred dollar price point. It they're they're darn close. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. that's good. Very good. Uh so those are all things to consider, and that's why it's number one this week. I'm really excited for Double Diamond to come out. You know it'll be number one just by default. Digimon for life. Here we go. <clears throat> all right. And that's it for the TCG Battle Royale. That is the end of today's show. Before you go, if you enjoyed the show, 
click the link in our description of this video and become a supporter of the podcast. What does that mean? That means you click the link, you can put your credit card in or your Apple Pay, and you can give it, you can donate 99 cents, 499 or 999 every month to the podcast. It supports us. And what that money goes to is it pays for our equipment, right? All this stuff. Um, it helps us pay for how, you know, like Devin's going to be running the show here for the next couple of weeks. Yep. So you guys we, know what that means. We got to no buy him a new mic. No. <laughs> we got to buy him a new mic. Just kidding. You know what I mean? Um, at some point we'll have to get him a setup to where he can, you know, run full on like this. He's going to be running kind of a mobile setup, but that's just how it is. Uh, so those are the things we buy. We buy stream decks running you know? dirty, right? Uh, we also buy, uh, stuff from G's store and then give it back to you guys. That's where all this money goes. It goes into this program. Yep. So we accept donations of any amount. Further expand. Right. Uh, We'll also drop the link for G's store if you want to donate uh, for Toys for Tots. We are on the road to 12,000 Or if you want to buy something for your kid. Yes. Or your significant other for the holiday. Yeah. G's store. Um, We're on the the road to 12,000 streams. We should get that within the next week or two. And then we'll be on the road to 13, but I'll just, I'll call it when we get there. And that's it, guys. Episode 59 in the bag. Wrapped up. Episode 60 on the way. Big news for me. Um, and things will be changing here pretty soon. I am dead tired. Hopefully some big, smooth changes. Yeah, so, we'll yeah, see. hopefully everything runs smooth. We'll see. Um, but that's it, guys. Let us know in the comments what you think. And uh, Spotify, guys, hope you're enjoying the new video. Also on Spotify, we have questions and the uh, polls, yeah, and polls. So if hit you haven't polls. noticed yet, hit the polls, hit the questions in the uh, ask Spotify. Us anything, yeah, we'll answer on the show. Yes, that is it, guys. Episode fifty nine. We'll see you next week for number sixty. Yep. Where Later. Peace.